Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along. Perek Dalad, we are in the middle of Mishnah Dalad. Rabbi Yechonah Mabreka Emer. Rabbi Yechonah Mabreka says, Kala Machal Hashem Shaimah Maiseser. Whoever does a chil Hashem, he desecrates Hashem's name. Maiseser, even in private. Nifra Mimenu Bagoli. He will be punished in a public way. And then Echad Shegi Vechad Mezid Bechil Hashem. Not only one who is Mechal Hashem Shemayim, but Mezid, but even Bechegi. Explain what these two things mean as Rabbi interpretation. The question that Rishayim are bothered with is that we know that the Chil Hashem typically means that one desecrates Hashem's name where other people know about it in public. And one reason is it brings a Chil to Hashem's name, it defames Hashem's name, Chas V'Shalom. The other way is that it causes other people to also be callous in terms of their Avodah Hashem. So why is this talking about Yemechal Hashem Shemayim in private? That doesn't seem to be within the realm of Chil Hashem. So first, Rabbi Yena takes us through the simple meaning of Chil Hashem, where people do know about it, and then he brings us back to the Pshat and our Mishnah. Says Rabbi Yena, Chil Hashem Hamer B'Talmud, when we find in the Gemara, Hu that's something that's done out in the open. Ulevich HaShivas Adum, Hu Chilol B'Dover Katan. And it really depends on the greatness and the stature of the person who's doing this act. It would then be regarded as a chilul, even in something that seems to be somewhat minor. As an example, like the Gemara says in Yuma, and the Gemara brings several examples. Rabbi Yena cites one of them over here. Omar Rav, Rav says about myself, if I would buy meat from the butcher, and I wouldn't pay for it immediately. In other words, I would buy on credit. There's nothing wrong with that, but Rav says, if I would not pay immediately for the purchase that I made, even though, of course, I'm going to pay later, people seeing that, observing that, would take it one step further, meaning one step lower, and say, oh, I see, you don't have to pay right away, maybe you don't have to pay at all, they would be mayrehete, they would somehow convince themselves that it's okay, just by seeing someone of, of a great stature, like Rav, take something from a store, and not pay for it immediately. This is the idea of Chil Hashem. Lo those who are Tamir HaChachomim, Va'anche Hashem, or meaning Anche Maisa, meaning people who are looked up upon. They have to be careful in all of their actions, all of their activities, more than regular people. And it all goes with a hierarchy. A person has to know, even if he, inside he is a great onav, but he has to know how he is looked upon. Like the Mesil Sisham writes about Adam Khashiv, when we say about Adam Khashiv shiny, that he has to be more careful, more scrutinizing his actions, that Adam Khashiv is, even in people's eyes, he's in Adam Khashiv. Like nowadays, a Bentayr is always looked upon on a higher level, on a higher plane. And something he, he does will be scrutinized by other people. And in this instance, says Rabbi He's borrowing a terminology from the Gemara and Brochus of Tezayin. With Allah, is in the times of the Gemara that a chosen on the Laila Rishayna would be part of a Kriyashma. Rabbi Gamliel says, I'm going to say Kriyashma. He says, I myself could have Kavana even the Laila Rishayna that he got married. Nowadays, we Paskin, we are not put them in Kriyashma because we don't have the 
utmost kavana anyway. Over there, the Gemara says, Not anybody who says, oh yeah, I could have the right kavana, because that is a really a uh, an expression of haughtiness that you think you could be on that level of Rabbi Gamaliel. Paraphrasing that, borrowing that term, Abinian, it says concerning being careful of what a person does, that it should never be misconstrued as something that a person will then take it further and use it to be mechal Hashem more, meaning not to do, observe mitzvahs to the utmost. Here, if you want to take that shame of being someone of a chacham and an anshi Hashem, that people shouldn't learn from you, you can do so. In other words, that a person will be so careful in what he does in terms of a faresia, that no one should be able to observe him and learn out something to be minimizing his avedas Hashem. Continues Rebbein in this idea of doing things Gemara says, this Gemara talks about when it's Shas Hashmad, when the Goyim are just trying to get us to do Averis, just to spite against HaKadosh Baruch Hu So then even on a minor infraction, as the Gemara's example is, Arkas said the Masana shoelaces. In those days, the, the Yidin would wear black shoelaces, and if the Goyim would force a Yid at the point of death, the need, he, has a, he has an ultimatum either to change his shoelaces to the style of the Goyim, red or something else like that, and, or else be killed. So the Gemara says, Yehore Val Yaver. Now Rabbi Yehuda learns, not like many Rishayinah, but he says, Really it doesn't mean you're obligated to give up your life for changing the shoelaces. But the Gemara is saying is really it's a recommended practice. It's a recommended decision to get killed instead of having to change one's shoelaces. He's doing the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem and the Koyin Eilam Achas. And in one instant, he could be Koyin his Eilam Habo. Now, truth be told, we Paskin, as the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Yeridea, Simon Kufn and Zion, that when it's a Sasha Sashmad, one is obligated to give up his life even on a, small, a minor infraction. But Rabbi Yenis says, Avo But there are three sins that we know, the three cardinal sins, where every person in this Mechuyev to give up his life rather than transgress these Averis. And if a person gives in to the ultimatum that the guy is putting in front of him and he transgresses the Avera to save his life, who avoid Palili, it is a terrible Avera. What are these three? Idolatry, Ushvichas Domim, murder, Uvegili Arayas. And immorality, adultery. Desecrating Hashem's name in public is certainly terrible. And its punishment is certainly very grave. And these three things. What do we, how do we see that? That the Shilal Hashem publicly is even worse than these three Averis inherently. Kemosh Nemer, he cites a Pazik in Yecheskel. The Pazik says, V'atem beis Yisrael. The Navi is saying, Koyamara Hashem Lekim Hashem says, Ish Gilulov, that there were people who were going with their idols. Lechu avoidu, and go serve them. In other words, I'd rather you go serve your idols, and as if you have nothing to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chas V'Sholem. Why? V'achir emeinchem shemum alai, because since you're not listening to my words anyway, 
You're not listening to the Navi. You're going to the Navi, Rashi says over there, to ask him things in Torah. He's reprimanding you and you're not listening to him. So instead of being Paiseach Hashem, instead of dancing in both worlds and people see, well, you're someone who does follow Hashem, but yet I see you do idols. That brings terrible Chil Hashem. And therefore Hashem says, rather, go serve your idols, have nothing to do with me, and at least will save the fact that it's a Chil Hashem. Because you won't at least desecrate my name. You're bringing matanois, and at the same time, you're serving your idols. Therefore, says Rabbi we see from this pasuk that there was more of a concern that Hashem was more upset. The fact that they were serving idols in a public way, and it brought then the actual Avera of Avedah Zorah. Therefore, Hashem says in a way, go serve the idols at least by itself, and that the people won't have a Chil Hashem, and that people will know you have, you have a connection to me, and it won't bring a Chil Hashem. So now that we know that the real way of Chil Hashem is when one does an Avera of as there was brought in a progression here by Rabbein Yaina, we now come back, circle back to the Pshat and the Mishnah. V'zeu shishaninu. And this that we have learned in the Mishnah called L'mechal L'shem Shamayim Ba'aseser, one who does it privately, that's Medabra B'dvarim Shem Ba'atzmim Chilol Hashem. These are things that are inherently considered a Chilol Ta'ashem's name. K'may Avedis Chechovim, Shu Chilol Shemoydele Lehus, that he's Moydan and Avedis that's a terrible affront to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's showing that's not out of a desire to serve a desire like Gili Arayas or Shvi Chazdamim too, because a person wants to take revenge or certainly save his life. But to do Avedizara is an inherent way of not believing in Hashem, showing that you're not believing in Hashem. That is a terrible Chil Hashem. Or similar, something that's tantamount to that is Hanish Balashok, or someone who swears falsely. He uses Hashem's name to, fall, to swear falsely. He deceives people, and in that way, obviously, he's showing he doesn't believe in Hashem at all because he's trying to steal from people and using Hashem's name to steal from people. That's Chilol Hashem, who that's an inherent. Like the Pasik says clearly in Kedoshim, don't swear by my name falsely, and that will be a Chil Hashem. But all of that could be just between a person and another person, or doing Avadizora could be in private, and that will be a Chil Hashem Baseser. And even that, the Mishnah is saying, someone who does Mechal Hashem. Baseser, he still Hashem will Even so, even though it's certainly not at the level of Bafahesya, that is the most severe, and that the Inish is more terrible. But still the Mishnah does warn that a person will get punished Bagoli out in public. And similarly, when it comes to Chilol Hashem, we see that we don't give a lot of wiggle room by Chilol Hashem. Even someone who does so unintentionally. How could that be? How could it be that the same punishment given for intentional Chilol Hashem is given to unintentional Chilol Hashem? Rabbi says, no, it's not the same punishment. But doesn't mean that the punishment will be given to someone who unintentionally is 
mechalal Hashem as someone who does so intentionally. Ellen means sha'af al hashayging nefroim imena begolui. Even someone who unintentionally is mechalal Hashem, he too will be punished in a public way. But v'cholechet kifi avayna yisa, everyone will have to bear the punishment in accordance with his sin, shayging or mazid. But the question is, so why even should a shayging be punished? And that Rabbeinu says, Shegeg is not oinus. It's not something that was totally out of his control. Even doing so unintentionally is also considered a sin. If it's not something beyond his control. Why is that? Because he should have been careful. And as a person is able to take precautions not to do even unintentionally, and and he wasn't careful. Therefore, he has to bring atonement, he has to bring a carbon to be machaper, and if he doesn't, and he has a blemish of a mechilol Hashem, because he wasn't careful about it, therefore, he will be punished begolly. Similar to like we find someone who does mechalol Shabbos b'shoigig. Why should he have to bring a carbon? Why should he have to have an atonement? The answer is, as the Ramban writes this in a place, that he could have been careful. He should have been careful not to come to even to that shaykh. This concludes Mishnah Dalid Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.